welcome to Keeping It Real with Beth and Darren. We started our show when the pandemic first hit, and now, about a million days later, we're still doing it. Or 90. Or 90-ish. So listen in, laugh, chat with us, but all I can tell you is that we're going to be keeping it real every single time. Yes! Yes, we're on. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everyone. Back from back to reality. Back in the uh, office. I tried to, to dress up the set, but it wasn't working. There's only, just, so, there's only so much you can do. It's a, it's a it's a functional office. It's we're doing stuff in here. We got a lot know, of stuff to do. This I is know. not meant to be a TV. Tomorrow set. I'll bring like not a, a plant, or not just put no, it right in front of we'll, your. All right, we'll see screen. if we can figure out doing a different place tomorrow. Uh, yeah, good we morning, everybody. We we um, got back from Maine yesterday. We had a yeah. really nice time. I did 100%. Good morning, Gina. I did 100% of the driving. Beth was very relaxed in the passenger seat reading her book. Mm-hmm. What book. What book did you finish reading? The Tattooist. Wait, I did a. Wait, just give me a second. Like, I had to post this. Well, so you're like. Uh, what, I'm going too fast? You're the yeah, one who, you're the, you're the I, one, I who, you're the one to... who got us on this time. I, what yeah, I know. Do? I know. It Hope was... you're doing well, Gina. Yes. Um, so. You know, I did all the driving. I'm not complaining. It just is what it is. It was a great car to be driving. It, it, Don't it, even it, it complain. Was, it, it, it Let me was. play the tiniest which, violin for which you. Which we'll talk about. We'll, by we'll, the we'll, way, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the uh, the car momentarily. Uh, but I was going to say, Beth was immersed in a very good book, which I'm going to uh, end up reading myself if I can get past. The uh, other book that I'm reading called, um, I don't even know what the name is. Educated. Educated. He's been reading that for three years now. <laughs> for three years, I think, I've been it's reading that It's not that, that educated. <laughs> this is the book that I read. I, I don't know why I'm blanking. Oh, the t- here, The Tattooist of Auschwitz. It's based on a true story. It is a love story between two um, prisoners who were in a concentration camp, and he was the he was the tattooer. He was the person who would put the numbers on people's arms, and he... Um, befriended people that helped him. Um, they were Canadians who actually got him food and jewelry and other things, and he would do them favors, they would do him favors, and then he would be able to kind of get by and help save a lot of people. Um, and he saw a lot and met this this young girl who became, like, young woman who eventually became his wife, and it's their story of how they they stayed together and they survived and and how he then found her after the camp was liberated wow. um and i am gonna read it it's a beautiful story all right i will read it. i'm serious i'm gonna be committed to reading it yes by the so. way i beth actually lost weight on our trip i gained weight all right i'm just like i said we keep it real here so she was so good so disciplined i on the other hand was not um, and we, I mean, we walked like we walked a lot. Twenty three thousand steps. I think your theory about excess exercise mm-hmm. and not eating at the right times caused me to gain weight. What do you think about that? I, too ah. many, I took too many steps. No, it wasn't that at all. No, because it wasn't. Because the thing is, is you aren't doing hard cardio. I know. Like the whole thing about this is that you can actually do your normal stuff, and if you overdo it, you should just be eating more. I did not go for the french fries, the bread, the ice cream. I did go for the lobster, I did have a cocktail, I did have cheese, I definitely had cheese, like, you know, and, um, but I just was very mindful. It was like, you know, you make those choices of, am I gonna go all in, or am I just gonna 
do it in moderation. You did, you did it the right way. Yeah, so, so that was good. I believe also that it's really important when you make a mistake, no matter what it is, you need to own it, okay? So I'm gonna own it right now. I don't know why, but for years, and even after going there several times, I don't have any excuse for it. I always thought the place that we were going to was Ogonquin. Oh, okay. okay? But that's not correct. The place is called Agunquit. Agunquit. It's with a U, not an O. And again, I've been there several times, so I have no excuse as to why I've been calling it the wrong name all these years. I kind of feel I wanna, like the New Englanders also call it Agunquit. But I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to thank David Locker. Yes, he for, was, for he pointing it out. out. Call me out, and that's fine. And I and I gladly stand corrected. And I will never say that again, or at least I try not to. I'll still and say it. No, but I mean, at least spelling it. I was spelling it with an O. Oh, I wasn't. I mean, I was I spelled yeah, it no, right. I, I just was spelling said, it. I mean, yeah, I was listen, making. That's a... like you know, you, if you're from Brooklyn or Queens or even the Bronx, you, you know, we're calling things water. No, but this is and not, it's this not was, water. This was an ac- This was not a matter of accent. This was just a matter of of completely not knowing the spelling, and because I didn't know the spelling, all these years you've been saying, I it, wrong. saying it wrong. And so what's my excuse? I, well, yours is just more accent than anything else. Yeah, it's, I put the accent, I do the... But it's I funny, like, I, I do wonder how many times over the years I've said Agunquit as Agunquit and nobody has corrected me. Well, you know what, though? But it's also like, is it Costa Rica or Costa Rica? What is it? I, I, I don't know. Okay, but again, that's not the same thing. That's just more of a, a preference in pronunciation. Mine was an actually, like... All right, you made I, a mistake. I, I, right. But thank you. <laughs> yes, yeah. we are back, suckers. But again, I, I pre I some people might get upset if they're getting called out on something. I actually like it when I'm corrected on something. It is nothing wrong with being educated by you know from mistakes. All right. So David, thank you. Thank you. Um, so uh, wait, let's just also say one more thing about that car because the funniest we, we are thing. Gonna, are gonna you going to get to this? We're going to get to the car. All right. Well, can you get the car, but I'm going to talk about Saturday night. We had plans to go. Oh, so aggravating. We had, Beth Beth did a great job earlier in the week. She made plans, made reservations for us to go to a really nice restaurant Saturday night in Maine. And just want to preface this by saying these are like small problems in the grand scheme of things, but still an annoyance, okay? And it was our anniversary. It was our anniversary. We were supposed to go to this place called Clay Hill Farm Restaurant, which was right in Agunquit, right? Just... A couple, a few blocks down. Right. The road. Off the. So yeah. as we're driving in the nice little car that we had for the weekend, as we're pulling up the street and getting ready, Beth all of a sudden on the phone gets an email. She's like, "What? I'm like, what is it?" She goes, "Our reservation just got canceled." I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, "Yes, we just got, literally just got canceled." Pulled up. Guy came out. We're like, we just got an email that a reservation was canceled, and he said, "Yep, we just had a power outage." And I said, "Oh." God, and the problem with it, it was this was like at seven twenty, right? No, the reservation was seven forty-five. Right, so we pro- so we got there around seven thirty, seven thirty-five, yeah, yeah. a few minutes before the reservation. Normally, it's not a big deal, but Saturday night in a Gunkwit was pretty crowded. It was, it was impossible to get another reservation. Right, it was packed, and we would have been waiting. We wouldn't have eaten till ten, and some of the restaurants closed. So you start looking online and like it says closing 8 o'clock closing 9.30. So we went to York, Maine um, because I found another place because the mission was always to find lobster. Lobster. That was there it. There is no 
you know, any if someone could steam a lobster that has a lot of nice meat in it, I, it's like so I, I would have gone back to the guy at, at the know, lobster box, at the lo- lobster, or lobster shack, whatever. yeah, next to the lobster shack because the lobster shack was closed. So I found a place in York, Maine. It looked decent, and and they said, oh yeah, there'll be plenty of tables by the time you get here. So I was like, all right, good. There, there were plenty of tables. We had we, the whole place we to were ourselves. Literally the only ones in the entire dining room. Yeah. That, that was a little disconcerting, but I would say the food ended up actually being... It was being fine. Pretty, it was fine. It, it had, like, we said, it had a Ponderosa style <laughs> to like, it. Yeah, I felt like we were eating it out back. Yeah, the there was nothing fancy about it, but still, it was the food was very good. We are coming to your house for a lobster, Gina. Just let us I know. I feel like there's got to be a lobster bake-off because <laughs> Lucia and Gina rival each other on the lobster I love cooking, it. I so love we gotta, it. You know. So we ended up going... To the place, and again, we, the, the food was fine. The, their cocktail sauce, though. The cocktail, oh. I will say, that was probably the best cocktail sauce I had. I, what did you say? They put jalapenos they in put it. They put jalapenos in it, but I don't really, I don't eat that. And, and Beth was like, oh my God. I, what? It's like, you know when people keep talking about the COVID test, that they stick the thing up your nose? <laughs> like, that's how I felt every time I would, like, eat it, and then it was, like, hitting my brain. Like, I've never really and felt, then, other than, like, a brain freeze, you could actually have a jalapeno it, it, that like it hits the back of your brain. Yeah, Beth said something to the waitress. She's like, um, "The cocktail sauce, it's good, but it's like really spicy." And the waitress said, "Yeah, the bartender has a little bit of a spice kick to him." Yeah, and then like because then I ordered what did I have a salad with like I had like a caprese salad and I and I had some lobster on it. And and it was like covered in pepper and something else, and it was also like spicy. I'm like I see that, that that to me is like I love. I, I love that bartender. Yeah, I, he like was sign like, me up, make yeah, me up, make me, a, the, that, make me a bloody mary. You wanted that cocktail sauce by like the Jarla. Oh, you would have taken that I home would, with you. totally would have loved that. Um, so then yesterday we actually uh, were leaving the uh, the hotel, getting ready to go home, and then what happened again? Because this, this goes to show when you're driving a nice car. People, I gotta tell you my story people, after you tell you your people story. People want to talk to you. So we were leaving the hotel, right? And the guy all of a sudden came up to us and started talking to us about our car. And at that point, I wasn't going to come out like the other day and basically say that it wasn't mine, that I was a fraud. I was just going to let him continue to think it was mine. And Beth is like letting him think it was ours, too. He's like, oh, thank you very much. No, thank you very thank much. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. So I, I want you to know, though, today when I went to get gas before we gave the car back. <laughs> it's no longer in our possession. Right. Our, um, our, the guy that I always get my the gas from, he's such a nice man, and he's like, Nice car. <laughs> I said thank you, and he said, "It'd be the last you see another two seater." And so instead of saying it's not mine, I said, "Well, you know, I'm almost an empty nester." <laughs> you are a fraud. I'm a fraud, but you, you know, but you know what? I'm putting the good juju out into the universe because I do. Tr- I truly believe that you and I will have That's a hard. We'll have a hard top convertible sometime in our future probably our distant future and i don't know if i'd want a two-seater anyway i don't mind a four-seater um because i like having a little bit more space and trunk space because i'm a pack i like to pack a lot um there's nothing you could fit in the trunk of this car except a tiny baby yeah it was (laughs) kind of it was just, you had to smush but, things in. But it was still a nice ride. It was, it was, it, it was beautiful. It, it was very nice. I, I mean, I really did and the, enjoy and it. And the moral of the story is nice cars get you friends. 
Yeah, people are very <laughs> people complimentary. Want, people want to talk but to you. But that was what I had said. You know mm-hmm. what? When I when I graduated college, my MX3 used to get the same exact reaction to people. And then I just went, after we got married and had kids, I went for like the last, what, 20-some-odd years of like no, no and comment. Then the, and then I'm the only one that talks to you now. No, mm-hmm. but I'm saying no comment on my car. And then all of a sudden, we got all these like... You know, it's almost like when you get a, a cute dog and they're like, oh, cute dog. Yeah. Same thing with a car. <laughs> same, same exact. Speaking of animals and dogs, you didn't know this, but we're going to talk about Becca for a second. Oh, yeah. They adopted the cat yesterday. They finally brought her home. What's the name of the cat? Bunny. Bunny because it hops. It hops. Because it it, uh, the cat, legs. The cat only has three legs. Rebecca showed me a video this morning of Bunny in the apartment. Oh, he's she is just absolutely adorable. And this cat is loving life, loving it. Well, they she got had, her a bedazzled like uh, collar. The, I mean, they, they, this, it, this it, cat it's, has everything. This cat has everything now. So I don't even think it cares about the fact that I, I think it's like it was almost like the film, like the you know the book in the film Oliver. It was like this orphan, you know, re- thought thought they were relegated to like the you know this horrible life, and now all of a sudden they're like, oh my god. And what's amazing is that the cat actually can move around very well. Becca said that the cat can actually hop up on the bed, that its hind legs are strong enough you, that she can just o- get, get around everywhere. Yeah, it was, um, good morning, Brenda. Ah, that's why I love driving my son's <laughs> car. I don't say it's my son. See? So, I, of course. So I'm very happy that they got the uh, the cat. So girls, they saved did, a life. You that's saved a very life nice. It and continue to do a great job. I'm very proud, I hope I'm proud they do of all the, of I hope they do the litter more yeah, than uh, she does uh, at home. Yes. I'm sure. I'm sure she will. She does a lot more things for the apartment there than she does. Yeah, house. we have her cat at home. So we got home last night. Uh, me and the boy. We tried a new place for pizza. We were in the Throgs Neck section of the Bronx, and we ended up going to a place called PJ Brady's Bar and Restaurant for pizza. Uh, not much to really talk about. Uh, long and short of it, it's a 7.4 from the two of us. It was wasn't worth the calories. No, for it's me. not. It's not worth the calories to you if you live in the neighborhood over there down the Throgs Neck. PJ Brady's. Good solid pizza, just not really worth making a special. But you're also for. doing it. You've said to me not to cook for you guys this, this week. That this, it's like seven yes. days of pizza. This week it, it's pizza every day because the boy is going off to school next week. So we are making it our mission to get it all in while we can. Yes, um, I, I, I yesterday because now we have to really pack. I mean, now it's now, like, now, 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 now it's we're, crunch Now time. we're being serious. Right. Now it's so serious. the nice thing is when he went to sleep boy camp a long time ago, he had had trunks. <laughs> and his trunks have his name on it. Of course, his sister co-opted his trunks, her trunks. I mean, like, if he had two, she had two. So she had four and then six by the time she was done. Um, so I said to him, you know, you your trunk has your name on it, and it's in Rebecca's room. You know, I, I got a trunk with your name on it. And he's like, no, literally, the trunk has my name on it, and it is in <laughs> no, really, room. really, it does have your name on it. <laughs> so we've got to empty out whatever she left, her remnants of stuff that she didn't take with her to school, so he could finally reclaim his Dylan Feldman trunks. And, and I'm sure when he goes to college and they look at him like, you have trunks with your name on it? Who are you? Who are you? Who? <laughs> um, but I don't care because you could fit like a lot of stuff a in lot there. of stuff in that thing. So we're gonna, you know, hopefully we'll have a much bigger so, car. Yes, we're gonna have a much bigger car to take him out to, to take him out to Chicago. 
Um, so, you know, the next couple of nights is going to be no hot tub. It's going to be us packing. Cause we yeah, we went. We did do the hot tub yesterday, we too. We did the hot tub yesterday. Beth finally got it up to over 100 degrees temporarily for a split second. When you put got, the bubbles on, it, it goes down two degrees. So we've gotten, overall, I think we've gotten decent use out of the hot tub this summer, right? Yeah, but I, I'm going to empty it and then um, and turn it off until we get back from Chicago. That'll be like shutting down the house for the winter. Yeah, I mean, like, who's it? It doesn't make sense. So I, it's like, why waste the, you know? So I think that covers the Feldmans, pretty much, what's going on. Pretty much this week. This is, is going what's to be, going it, on. Yeah, this, pretty much this week is going to be him. getting Dylan ready for school. Outside the Feldmans, there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff. Okay. Some, some as usual, sad, uh, aggravating. Um, did you hear about this 25-year-old jogger who was found dead and they did a three-day three day search 25 year old no. girl her name was sydney sutherland where sure, I'm, i forget where it's located but it's it's in people magazine um murdered by some guy i don't know if it was if she was connected to him in some way but i just think when i think of that and i think of somebody just going out for a jog and then all of a sudden they disappear it's, it's just very frightening nypd okay as of August 16th, saw an 89% jump citywide in shooting victims for the year, from 581 up to 1,095. Wow. Horrible. The number of homicides in the city jumped by 30% from 199 to 259. Staggering numbers. Yeah. Staggering. Um, to address some of the safety issues that are going on in New York City, uh, police Commissioner Dermot Shea is now forcing police officers to change their schedule and bringing more cops off the week to, onto the weekend shifts as opposed to weekdays. So all these cops now that thought they had either Saturday or Sundays off, they're basically saying no more. We need you on the weekends because supposedly a lot of the action, a lot of the violence is happening. Yeah, so it's, it's like happening. your more senior people are it's getting happening. has it's, have an easier weekend, and on the weekends it's a free for all. Correct. All right. Yep. Well. So no more. The, the, the weekend days are getting taken away from the officers. Okay, well. Um, to help deal with the, the rash of violence that we continue to see. Um, on the college front, I mean. The you know what? Just on this whole thing, yes. and, and here's a crazy thing. Here's a crazy thought. You know how you have, like, those Terminator movies where you have, like, or, like, RoboCop? <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. We need well, one of those? Not one of those. I kind of feel like we start, we have to start having like these like robo type cops that come into like, especially the communities that are riddled with gangs and just say, you want to shoot at me? You want to like take a shot at me? I'm a robot. I'm a robot. I'm a robot. I would like, I, there's yeah. no, you know? So like, why don't yeah. they do that? Uh, no, we I, need like robo cops yeah. just for those areas, just, just for the, just for that, that yeah. stuff. That, I think that will go over well. That's it. You know, not for everything. Not for the stuff where there's, like, mental health stuff. You know, I would never want that. But if you're talking about lawlessness... Just, just bring the Robocops. Robocops. Okay. Well, that's Rob my Well, we have androids and stuff, so why, why not? Why not? Um, on the COVID front, it seems like we're reading now, like, every day, multiple colleges that are either but, shutting down, going to totally online. Yeah. Sending students home suspended because they're having too many parties too many parties actual rashes of covid cases breaking out with unc 135 cases at UNC. well unc was a, was like a week ago two weeks ago so, so that, that's yeah a, that's well but here's the thing okay and and 
I don't know whether or not they got it going to UNC, maybe because they met different people, but I told you, my friend was in South Carolina, and they weren't taking this very seriously. And at a lot of these schools now, because it's mandatory when students come into the dorms to test people, some of these people may have even had it, and they didn't even know because they're asymptomatic. So you're going ahead and you're testing, and now suddenly, oh my God, all these people have it, and it's probably because they're at school. No, it's because they were doing stuff at home. They came in, had no idea they even had it, and now they actually have to be required to be tested. So let's isolate that push it away. I mean, there was an outbreak, you know, in Chappaqua around graduation mm. time. Remember that? Yes, I do. They mobilized and they got rid of that. That They took those families they and they, they snuffed it out. Snuffed it out. So let's, can we just like breathe a little and like really start saying, oh, we're finding out that people are, get, are testing positive because we're testing people. Right. I mean, I'm not Donald Trump and I'm not saying because we're testing more people, we're finding out more positive people, but you do. And... And, and thank you for confirming that you are not Donald Trump. I am not, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there are going to be positive cases on campus. If somebody, if a kid has it, they need to isolate well, or leave. Seven, there's or... been seven at Temple, right? There's a few. There's been yes. There's been, they're gonna, yes. And it's gonna happen. And they every... tested the kids as they came into the dorms. As they're having, matter, you know. As a matter of fact, Beth and I had to get out of Dodge yesterday as quickly as we could because we heard Maine, in Maine could go on the quarantine that list. Maine might possibly go on the quarantine list because in the northern part of Maine, or a little further north than Ogunquit. Uh, there was a wedding that took place, and from that wedding, 52 people, not necessarily all at the wedding, but people who contracted it because of the person who was at the wedding, 52, pe 52 cases of COVID generated from that wedding up north in Maine. Listen, we discovered so that the, when so it first so, started happening, so that's these distorting big the, So that's supposedly distorting the numbers there, and, and when you're gonna... working off a low base of cases, any spikes in the percentages will automatically put the state on as an alert, you know, on right. the quarantine list. Well, and incidentally, in Ogunquit, yeah. the beaches were oh, insane. Wow. They were insane. Beth and I had a hard time. Beth and I had a hard time finding adequate space on the beach. I mean, people were social distanced. They had, they had their masks on, and they were and they were actually social distanced with their parties in each thing but there was just so was not, many you could, people you could not find a lot of sand in between well the and then the tide rolls in and you're finished and we're like beth and i are like, like we, we're out we're out of here we're out. we couldn't move any further back right. without we're starting infringing on somebody's own personal space which we weren't going to do so it's like you know what we've had enough of the beach today but yeah but there are <laughs> i mean the one thing that they are doing there though is you know they're only allowing people in from six states if you are from another state that's a quarantine state you have to have already taken a covid test and prove that you don't have it so they are the state itself is doing a lot so we'll see so but hopefully and hopefully they'll continue to do so other states not COVID related but louisiana and texas you're about to get hit by marco oh and, two and laura See, those wow. are names I can remember. The last, you know storm, the last storm that we had here, what was it, Isaias? Is, is I, I see. I, I, saw, I, I don't, don't even know. know. I, I can remember but that. that. You know what they should have done? What? They should have done Luke and Laura from General Hospital. <laughs> that that would have been, that? That been genius. That would have been so smart. Luke and Laura, like Luke. only for us from the 80s would know what that meant. But that would have been funny. That would have been cool. I would have, I, I would have, pre I, even Luke I, who didn't Laura watch it. And um, laugh, don't Al and Wendy and Mary, they, all, they always used to watch General Hospital oh, all the time. So did I. Oh my God! It's like a point. Um, so yeah, that's. I mean, two storms like that. That it could be 
end up being devastating. So yeah. just think about all the stuff that we're Such dealing enough, with in 2020. Enough. And now you have to deal with two two tropical storms. <coughs> um, I never thought about this, but you know, heat is can be extremely deadly. And they say there's about 12,000 people a year that are killed by heat. But I never thought that it actually poor areas tend to be hotter than areas that are not poor. Did you realize that? And you know why? Densely populated. Well, it's not, and, yeah, that's part of it. Because there's no trees. I was going to say no trees. Yeah, asphalt. Yeah. And, and, and asphalt. asphalt. So poorer areas tend to be stricken by heat problems more so than others. Like, it's just something you don't even really, like, really think about or give it a lot of thought to. But there's a lot of truth to it. You know what? There's not a lot of trees around to be to get, provide any coolness for, you know, residents. Mm -hmm. And the asphalt, a lot of it radiates from that. So... I just thought when I was reading that, like, wow, that's, I never thought of that. That's, pretty, that's very interesting and unfortunate. Here's something <laughs> that this is a little. Brenda is, still watches General this, Hospital. I didn't even know it was still on. This is hey, little, it is. Of course it is. This is a little uh, interesting about human psychology, about how, how much people will go out of their way to prevent boredom. So there was a social science experiment where people were left alone for 15 minutes to do absolutely nothing they could just do nothing sit there for 15 minutes or they could apply some type of electric shock to themselves okay 60, and they did it 67 percent of the men <laughs> shocked themselves just to avoid boredom and 25 percent of the women that's not shocked themselves. I would just say so, try the cocktail sauce with the jalapenos. So that, That's all I would say. So just think about that. I mean, you could sit there quietly, or you can leave that there. And your own curiosity, because you're so damn bored, you say, you know what? I know that's going to shock me. It'll hurt me. But let me just give it a try. No. <laughs> Ridiculous. Just to avoid boredom. Right? I mean, if that doesn't tell you about human psychology. Read a book. Read, no, there was no. no they you, weren't allowed. There was nothing there. Um, you could. The only two options were sitting there. To your, by yourself. For how many hours? For 15 minutes. Oh, that's ridiculous. 15 minutes. Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, it was done by this guy, Richard Friedman, a psychiatrist, and he ended up writing a piece in the uh, in the Times, an op-ed. And it was called Negative Stimulation Over No Stimulation at All. People would rather be negatively stimulated than just nothing. But I, I take nothing. Um, I wanted to mention this because I saw it on Facebook. My friend, who's also an, a terrific author, has written several books. His name's Eric Sherman. He, his, I believe his son, maybe his daughter, I'm not sure, one of his children goes to college mm -hmm. in Canada. So he posted this morning that they had to drop off their child at the Canadian border, that they weren't allowed to actually... Oh, wow. They're not allowed to bring the child all Wait, through. but how... Wait, how do they get to the school from the border if they can't even well, drive them? Well, uh, no, I guess on the other side, there's a, a some, bus tra some transportation or friends that are able to um, to bring them from once they get to the border. Up to wow. He's, he's like, this is what we're talking about in the quote-unquote new normal, which is like... You hand he, your kids over at the hand border. You, hand your kid over the border, which was, I just thought, wow, that's... I don't know which university uh, in Canada... John goes to, but whatever. Those so, schools are less expensive. I just they're was, good. They're just, really good schools, and but, they are much less expensive than American. But schools. I, Eric, I hope your uh, your child has a great time at college and a very safe time. And, well, and I'm sure and, they and, will, and so forth. But uh, I just thought sending that was your kids to college in Canada, Canada. nice. Um, comic John Oliver, 
Yeah. Do you ever like listen to any of his yeah, stuff? Yeah, he's fine. So I guess he says a lot of stuff. He goes after different municipalities. He made some disparaging comments about Danbury, Connecticut. I don't know exactly what they said, what he said, but <clears throat> in response to his comments, the mayor of Danbury has now named a sewage plant after John Oliver. Okay. Which I thought was pretty. Which I thought, was, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Never really. I know you probably didn't listen to much. The guitarist Jack Sherman died at the age of 64, which was uh, sad. I think I've heard a couple of songs by Red Hot Chili Peppers. I wasn't huge into them, but but that was noteworthy. Um, Jerry Falwell Jr. Did you following this at all? Oh, and his like <coughs> underwear showing and Jerry Falwell. He had to re like either resign from the school that he was the president of. Because of yeah, some photos yeah, and, and like also it. and also because I think his wife was having an affair with a twenty like a, a young pool boy. Nice. Like what it you, I find it so funny about these like is he considered an evangelist? Yeah. I just find it so funny about these evangelists who go ahead and pontificate about moral values and you always end up seeing them being front and center of the news yeah, right? well because they have the most you know they're, they're the most insecure about it and that's why he I, goes ahead you know whatever. I who was it was it Tammy Faye what was it Tammy Faye Baker with those eye, the oh. eyelashes <laughs> whatever happened to he, her and he cheated on her too Jim oh she died she had cancer she oh, on, she yeah yeah yeah, yeah she died and who's the other guy now? What's his name? Joel? Austin. Austin. Yeah. Does anything ever come up with him at all? Sometimes, yeah. He's a bit of a hypocrite, but I don't follow these people. And, I kind of like, it, I see it comes up on the channel. I'm like, Bleh. it's just a, it, It's just a big money grab, right? That's, yeah. a, that's all it is. Yeah. Um, they I pray to God to have an affair. Nice. It's. Cr I mean, it's crazy that how much these these evangelists are revered and as being the you know the model makes for a good Netflix the, series the model moral representation of a country and yet time and time again you see these scandals right yeah um last thing before I turn it over to the lovely lady okay uh the NFL had 77 false false positive coronavirus tests from a New Jersey lab ugh False positives. Oh my God! Seventy-seven of them. That's terrible. Ter right? You know, and it's interesting because in Chicago they're doing the saliva one. They're going to start like the University of Chicago at Illinois is um, doing that one, and that's like a rapid one. The Wait, so how they, it's you do a saliva test, and then within twenty-four hours you get your results. But the question is, is it as accurate as this other stuff? So well, it I seems don't know. like there it seems like there's no accuracy to any of them. Yeah, exactly. I so mean, you, I had a few more things, but. Gotta move on, too, and I gotta... Too, yeah, it's a little too heavy, so I'd rather save it for a different day. Okay. All right, so I'm going to hand it over to you. Sam. All right. Word of the day, everyone. Yes. Juberus. What does juberus mean? Did you say Jew? No, oh. just juberus. I'm going to say something happy, like a state of happiness. Mm. Like jubilant. No, that's like exuberant. No, I think that's... of jubilant. Yeah. I think Brenda's going to get this. I have a feeling. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, all right, well, juberus is uncertain and reluctant, dubious, undecided. I was feeling mighty juberous <laughs> about crossing that bridge. That would be like, I was feeling mighty juberous about crossing the Dingman's Ferry Bridge. Because <laughs> it's All right, good. I like clack, 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 clack. Okay, since it's the Republican uh, National Convention this week, I decided to have some Republican questions thrown okay. in. Who is the first Republican president in the history of the United States? 
Anyone? One more time. Who was the first Republican president in the history of the United States? Somebody's got to get this one. It's really not that hard. Even if you're a Democrat. You could be any party. This was a really great guy. Abraham Lincoln? Yes. Right, <laughs> hey, Abraham Lincoln. This is a really great guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Right, he did good. a lot of good things. Which former president actually formed the Progressive Party? Hmm. Which former president formed the Progressive Party? Excellent, Brenda. Yes. Who? Which former president formed the Progressive Party? And it's interesting because we equate the Progressive Party <coughs> with, you know, the left of the Democratic Party, but this was very different back in the, the, the early, like, late 1800s, early 1900s. This is your history portion of the day. Nope. Nothing? I'm gonna say Cleveland. No. In 1912, Theodore Roosevelt yeah. formed the Progressive Bull wow. Moose Party after being rejected by the GOP, and he ran as a third-party presidential candidate. He did lose in 1912, and when <clears throat> most of his supporters returned to the GOP, they were at odds with the party's new conservative economic stance. Many left for the Democratic Party, and an ideological shift to the right occurred in the Republican Party. So if you want to know when things started shifting, that's when it was. Interesting, hmm. right? Yep. All right. The Republican Party's core support since the 1990s come chief, comes chiefly from where? Like, what parts of our country does the Republican Party come, like, the most the support come from? What part? Like, specific parts. states? Like? Not states. You could just regions. Midwest? No. It doesn't say the Midwest. I would say the southern... Yes. Laura's right with the south. There's a bunch of other places. Snow belt? They didn't call it the snow belt, but it's the Great Plains, the mountain states, I guess you'd say snow belt, and rural areas in the north. So even though, like, hmm. you know, like upstate, you know, whatever. Even Maine, which we discovered. A lot of signs. A lot of signs. A lot of signs. A lot of signs. What state was the hillbilly elegy based? Oh, this was a great book. If you've never read The Hillbilly Elegy, it's What's, a really great book to kind of get that perspective of what has been going on in our country in terms of poverty and, um, you know, in a lot of the Midwest states and Midwest sort of south. Do you think it's on the wall? I'm checking our security cameras. Oh. State. All right, well, it's Middletown, Ohio. Wow. I don't it's know um, okay. it's a memoir by J.D. Vance about the Appalachian values of his Kentucky family and their relation to the social problems of his hometown of Middletown, Ohio, where his mother's parents moved when they were young. Um, okay, name three Hollywood stars who are Republicans. Three hot, well, Clint Eastwood. Yes. We're not, not counting Scott Bale. No, that would be a joke. He's not really a. I'm uh, talking like. Well, James Woods was. Yes. This is uh, an easy one. 
Excellent, Brenda with Ohio. Brenda's killing it today. Yes, it is. Yes, Scott Bayo's on there. Chachi. Ja, yeah. He'll <laughs> Joni probably be speaking. Joni loves Chachi. He'll probably be. Who knows what he'll be doing? Um, like James Wood, Clint Eastwood. Come on, he was a governor of California. Oh, Schwarzenegger. All right, the Schwarzenegger. All right. I'll be back. All right. Name one movie starring James Woods. Oh, um, is um. And yes, Gina Ronald Reagan. Excellent. James Chuck Wood. Woolery. He's he's sort of a Hollywood star. <laughs> okay, James um, Woods movies. Anyone? James Woods movie. Oh well, this is the one with Denzel Washington. Um, what's the one where his kids? He's the doctor, and the kids in the hospital and needs his transplant. Um, it's just on cable. It's just on cable. Oh, John uh, John Q. Yes, excellent. Okay, and Separate Lives. Yes. All right. I, this segues perfectly to my next question. How many movies have Denzel Washington been in? I am like one to the next to the next. Like I went casino. Look at all these good, those good movies. Yeah. He was also in Any Given Sunday and White House Down and many, many more. There's been a lot of movies. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, there's a great movie with him. If anybody's never seen a thing called True Believers. Great James Wood movie. Um, Denzel Washington, I'll say he's been in Close, Laura. 55. 52. Very close. What was the name of the TV series that Denzel Washington starred in in the 80s? He was in one TV series. TV series of Denzel Washington. Wow, I didn't know that. TV series... Saying elsewhere, Laura gets it. Wow. Laura gets it. Excellent. Very good, Laura. Okay. I would never have gotten it. And never. now, since we had mentioned General Hospital earlier, name a, name the, a, famous, a famous 80s pop rock star who starred in the soap opera General Hospital. Famous 80s. Pop rock star. Oh, Rick Springfield. Yes. Yeah. I need to tell you someone <laughs> is loving you because you're my girl. All right. I love Don't Talk to Strangers. That was like one of my favorite. That was the first concert that I saw with my friend Audrey at the Beacon for Springfield. Anyway, name that movie. It's cheesy, I know, but I'm just going to hopefully it's going to come up. Here we go. Open link. Let's see if this will. Which movie was this This one? I think Laura's going to get it in Beaches. like three... Whoa! Excellent! Come on! I, I... Oh, yes, Beaches. All right, I don't know if this is a clip from the movie. It is. What a good movie. What a good movie. Come on, we can put everybody in tears. No, I don't want to put you t in tears, but... It was a great movie, right? We need to start off with something uplifting for the week, not All to right. bring us down. Come All on. Right. It was a great song, but I had to do it. So, uh, beaches, beaches, everybody with beaches. Yes, ladies. Always great for a good rainy day movie binge. I got it, too. Don't forget you about did. Me. Tear. Tear. All right. All right. Um, 
We're you're done. A, you're in a rush today. You got. I got a call. You, I you got, got places to you gotta, go. You, you, right. I'm gotta, here. You know. I'm just chilling out, relaxing. But uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll try to do something outside. If we yes, that would be nice. All right, we'll try that to do something nice. outside. All right, everybody. So, have a great day. Do something fun. All right. Stay safe. We'll be back tomorrow. Yes, we All will. Right. Smiles, everyone. Smiles. Bye.